Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 2nd. Time is about 11.30. I'm ready. NPC has been conducting Zoom and conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please show your face and let Gayatri or Leo know that you're a new, newcomer and you will be promoted to ask questions. Anju Pillai. Uh, I can't hear uh, you, ma'am. Leo, can you hear her? No, Rahul, I can't. No, I, we can't hear you, Miss Anju. Let's go to the next person. We can come back to her later on. Okay. Uh, P. Pula? Hey, hi, Rahul. Good, good morning. So I have a quick question. Like, mm-hmm. I have been until August 2022. So mm-hmm. recently I got my uh, I-140 approved. I am planning to apply H4 EAD for my wife. So mm-hmm. the waiting period now is like around eight to 12, 12 months. So mm-hmm. shall I apply now or shall I go in the months to, with my extension? Both, both, do both. Okay, so I can apply both too? Yes, you can oh. apply right now and you can apply at the time when you file for the extension, both. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, hi, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, hi, hi Rahul. My name is uh, Subhu. Uh, so basically, I have a quick question on my 140. So basically, in 2014, my 140 got approved. Uh, so in form, uh, education minimum requirement was master's, uh, but I have a 3 plus 2 years degree. I got RFE. Uh, we provided education evaluation. It got approved finally. Last year, I downgraded to the EV3 um, with the same form. Now I got a similar RFE uh, uh, saying uh, my minimum requirement is not matching. So now my ah, is, yeah. I, I would not have filed for downgrade for you. Okay. So so my question is like, uh, uh, she's asking me to withdraw the EV3 so that uh, EV2 will be safe. Uh, either you, like you'll, uh, at least you can carry your priority date. So if I, if, even though if I'm not replying to RFE also, will they revoke my existing First of all, I agree with, uh, first of all, you should have filed the downgrade application. First of all, you should not have filed an EB2 application at all initially. Second, you should have filed the downgrade application. Uh, Right now, since you have done all those two things right now, Mm -hmm. the best method for you right now is to withdraw this one. And I will also file another labor certification for you Mm -hmm. because 
there is a chance they may revoke the original I-140 and you will lose the complete priority date if they do that. Okay. So what I would do is that I will file another perm, get the perm approval under EB-3, okay? Mm -hmm. And then what I will do is that I will put the date and withdraw the previous I-140. After putting the date with the uh, previous one party. So uh, Rahul, right. like uh, adding to this, like my uh, H1 is valid until 2024. Recently it got approved. If everything goes wrong, if the revoke EB2 and everything, my non-immigrant... I, I, may, I, may, I may even want to withdraw the I-140 for EB2 also right now. Because it mm -hmm. still will be... What is your... It, it, it's still, even though it's been withdrawn, though, it's been withdrawn after six months... You still have the eligibility. You still have the eligibility to apply the H1 extension. And you still have the eligibility to put in the date. Because I don't want to give them the chance to revoke it. So it's better to withdraw EB3 and EB2 both. And uh, uh, I, can, you, you can, you, I can use the pre-added date later also. Right. Okay. So is there any problem with my H1B like non-immigrant status? There is no issue, right? Not right now. Not right now. But mm -hmm. uh, if they revoke the I-140, then you will be in danger. So by that time, I need to get another perm 140, otherwise I will not. I would, like, I would like to get it so that just in case if something goes wrong, okay. I want that. For either way, for a filing before it also, you need that, right? So yeah, yeah. you definitely need to file a fresh form. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Th thank you, Rahul. Thank you very much. That's not good. After so long, you found this one out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next person, please. Thank you. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Harish Kumar. Hi, uh, my name is Harish. I have a question. This is for my friend's uh, questions, not mine. So uh, his, uh, sorry, her uh, H4 got expired and uh, my friend did not uh, reapply for the extension. It was almost a month right now. And what are the chances right now? Like, does she need to go back right away, or can she can she file her ex ex extension now? I would not recommend that she file an extension. The reason is that she's already accumulating the unlawful presence, and if a person accumulates unlawful presence for 180 days or more, there will be more negative consequences. So, if you file the non-protunct argument, that means that please excuse me for being unlawfully present in this country. And the problem here is by the time the person gets the result though, it will be about eight to nine months. So the person might have accumulated more than 180 days. If you get the positive result, that's fine. If you get a negative result, that's not good. For all reasons, right now going and stamping will be the best, easy and a smarter way. Okay, and I have one more question. This is from another friend. So her H4 was until January. But uh, since her, her passport, passport was expiring in 2021, she got her I-94 uh, until September. So, and uh, at the time of extension, her uh, attorney, they were not sure that whether the H-4 extension was applied. So can she go to a CBP, local CBP with a new pass, with her new passport and uh, get her new I-94? No. They will arrest, detain her. You're walking into the lion's den, telling that I'm illegally present in the country and you're walking into CPP. They, are, they may be forced to arrest her. 
and detain her and put in the flight. So don't do that. Tell her to go outside the country and stamping. Next person, please. Thank you. Nagendra. Hey, Rahul. Um, so I have a question about, um, um, I, I got my, I applied for EB2 to EB3 downgrade last October, and um, I just got my EAD and AP uh, combo card approved, uh, but the 140 is still pending. Um, I'm planning to get it done, uh, upgrade to premium processing, but my question is, if it's approved, um, is it okay I can change my employer? Um, I'm concerned about that 180 period after the 140 approval. Um, there is no apply? rule of 180 days after the I-140 is approved. So yeah, I won't be in problem if the employer decides to uh, revoke uh, the one no, uh, sir. I-140. No, sir. No, sir. You will not be in problem. Next person, please. Thank you. Roja? Hello, sir. So, so our case is like uh, we filed 485 application last uh, October. Mm -hmm. So we have, we have a 19 years old kid. <clears throat> so he will be aging in another two years. So what is your priority date? What is your priority date? My priority date is January 9th, 2014. Uh-uh. January okay. 9th, yes, 10 days we missed it. So my question is, like my son is in in college right now so, so we got we all got eids like my husband myself myself and my son is on h4 status right now so we got our eids suppose we need to apply for him like f1 like a student visa so when when can we like so if you can apply, apply right now him, you can apply right, right now. now yeah so does it does it impact suppose if if our date is current in another two years like before he is out does it affect if we apply F1 and if we get approval? Mm -hmm. That is uh, nothing. No. no. So, so, so it is right. I'm getting some disturbance. I don't know cuckoo sound. Is it? Where is it coming from, Gayatri Leo? Okay. He, your question is that if he moves onto the four eight, if he moves onto the F1, yes. Does he get kicked out of the four eight five application? No, yeah. he does not. He does not okay. get kicked out. Even though he's an F1, he's still in adjustment of status. If the final action date becomes current, then he gets locked in. Okay? okay. Even okay. if after get the F1, he, he can still get the 485 approval if the final action dates are current. So okay. you're not doing any harm in moving him to F1 visa. Okay. So if suppose if we, if we need to travel to India, so he can use his F1 for... Uh, to come back no ma'am no ma'am don't don't make him travel outside the country he will be in danger okay so since we came here in 2012 we couldn't see our parents so that is what but he, so he can see your parents he can see his parents <laughs> he can see his parents yeah yeah i can yeah. i can see her he can i can see his parents too <laughs> um <laughs> your parents are yes. your trouble ma'am you can go and come back but let him be an f1 visa mm -hmm. don't don't make him travel an f1 visa he'll be in big danger of getting stuck in it coming back okay okay next Thank person please uh hello Rahul. good morning sir yes uh, uh, uh here is a quick story sir uh, <clears throat> last year filed the downgrade, November 2012, priority, uh, priority date, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, we filed the downgrade, 
140 is approved, uh, fingerprinting taken, uh, no EADAP uh, since, okay? Starting number, obviously things have changed and uh, my priority date is January, 2012, okay? So a few weeks ago, you did suggest uh, <clears throat> refiling would be a potential approach than interfiling because we are flip-flopping flip the lane. I didn't said, I never said refile. I, I gave both options. Yes, yes. Okay. I am trying to pick the refile option um, okay. instead of asking for uh, flip-flopping the EB2, EB3 and also flip-flopping the derivative primary thing. Okay. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So you mean to say, so the, the flip-flopping the derivative to derivative to main applicant, definitely re refiling is the best thing. No doubt about yes. it. So, so I am I am going ahead with that refiling. Uh, that's sort of against my lawyer's recommendation. Like, the, oh, mm -hmm. fine. But I, I sure. think I, I, I trust you on that. So I, I'm insisting them and I think they're getting started on that. So mm -hmm. here's my next question, sir. Uh, uh, since Jan 2012, I'm like 30 days away from the final action date being current. Okay. I'm just, up, uh, I'm able to apply according to the filing chart, not the final action date. Mm -hmm. so my question is, uh, what uh, just go ahead and file now or wait until December bulletin? If will that make a difference between application reaching a logbox or a service center? I or... would I would file it as soon as possible because to get ahead of the line rather than waiting waiting for the final action to to become current. I will not wait. It won't make much difference between filing dates and final action date for the office to adjudicate the case. It'll be, I'll, I, it's better that you file it earlier rather than later. Okay. And uh, final action date being current, wouldn't matter where the application ends up, service center or a lockbox and all those things. No, no. I have, we, at least not to my observation, not okay. to my observation, but definitely filing an I-140 has a lot of influence though. Got it. And this case, yeah, it's a straight 485 uh, with a J. Okay. And one more thing. I was one of those people who included the medicals along with the original application. Uh, that didn't really include it. Include it again. Okay. Okay. Include it now or, or the lawyer is recommending to hold off and do an interfile instead. In fact, no, like, no, I will, I will do it. You would include it right away. Yeah. Okay. Next person, please. Thanks. Thanks. Manoj Agarwal. Yeah. Hi, hi Raul. Uh, this is Manoj. Um, so I have a question. Uh, my company applied for uh, 140, 140, 485 under EB1C category, and it's been four months. Uh, I was wondering if I can use AC21 rule after two months, which would uh, satisfy 180-day rule. Oh, the I-140 is not approved yet. No, no, no none of the application is approved. Um, unless you're in a desperate, desperate, desperate situation, though, you should not do that. If you're completely getting shot out with the company, then mm. it makes sense, though. But believe me, it's not in your best interest to use the AC21 until I-140 is approved. Yeah, even if it is cross six months time. That is right, sir. Okay. Even if it's cross six months time. Okay, the second question is, uh, if I apply my own uh, under EB1A category, um, which is which has a premium uh, processing. Of course. Uh, 
so would I be able to uh, move my 485 to new i140? I would refile the 485 rather than moving it out though. Okay, so, so basically fresh Ma main reason is because yeah, if you if you, I would do one thing, I will file I140, get the premium processing approved. Once it's approved, I'm going to file a fresh 485. Forget about the previous 485. Because the previous 485, you filed, let's say for example, you filed in July. That mm -hmm. was based on EB1C, which was never approved. So there was no basis for it though. So I would just refile the entire 485 application. The only the thing is if I file the new I140 uh, 485. I wouldn't get uh, EAD for another few months. Um, I still so, will take the so, chance. I'll still will take the chance. Okay. Uh, and you would suggest not to use the EAD um, with the previous Until the I-140 is approved, no. I will not use it. Okay. Because EB1C so as EB1s have always a lot of possibilities of getting denial as compared to EB2s and EB3. So until I-140 is approved, I will not count my money. Good. Thanks. Thanks Next so much. Question, please. Anju? Uh, Anju's having uh, problems with the, uh, with her uh, thing. Let's move on to the next person, uh, Leo. Finish. Sorry, Anju. Girish. TJ? TJ? Ravi? If you're a newcomer, you have to show your face and let Leo know, guys. Leo? Leo, are you there? Yeah, Deepika? Yeah, Rahul. They're not a new thing. I'm just giving them the command. Okay. You don't have any questions. Yeah, I don't have a question. Srinivas? Srinivas Ralapalli? Uh, so, so Raul, Manoj again here, while we wait for others uh, to ask the question, uh, can you a li little bit more expand w what are the uh, risks of using um, uh, AC21 in, in my circumstances, I just explained, uh, when uh, uh, I-140 is not... If the I-140 is not approved, you use the yeah. AC21, you move on to a different company. 
the company may withdraw the I-140 and then you will be, have to go to court to get your I-140 approved. Uh, can they withdraw I-140 after say 180 days? Yes, they can. Okay, so there's no 180 day rule, which is I sometimes I see on the internet. No, even if that is there, you're mm -hmm. misreading it. It's only after it's been approved. Let's go to the okay. next person. Um, All right. Kalyan? Hello? Yes, Kalyan, go ahead. Sorry, guys, today we don't have Gayatri and we're having some technical problems. There you go. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you. This yeah, is Kalyan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I spoke with you multiple times. Uh, two questions. First question, priority date 2013. Uh, I applied for EB. I was in EB2. Applied for EB3 in August, got my premium processing done, approved everything done in first go, uh, completed my um, fingerprints also as of 14th of October. I guess I just mm -hmm. play the waiting game now. Uh, any other suggestions on that first question part? Do Your I-140 is approved. Your, what is the priority date you said? March 2013. March 13th, 2013. So which, is not, which is not current right now. Correct, correct. So I just so wait for nothing. my EAD and AP. You just wait for EAD and AP, that's it. You continue oh. waiting for it. Uh, and once your EAD is approved, you'll keep on getting EAD in advance for all approved, but your green card will not be approved. Understood. Uh, second part, second question, uh, for stamping, H1B visa stamping. It's been a long time that I got a visa stamped in my passport because I never traveled. What are my options? Have you heard anybody going to Dominican Republic for stamping in recent times? Not, not I'm aware of. Because a lot of countries don't allow the third country nationals to come into their consulates to do it. Right now, there's a lot of waiting list. They are only promoting the people who are belong to that particular country. I would not recommend you go to any of those locations right now. Even Mexico and Canada, are, they're discouraging right now. Okay, understand. Uh, just a side note, uh, I, I'm working with an attorney uh, on this front. In a couple of days, I'll try to get back on this uh, conference call and I'll let you know what happens there because two of my friends who I know of did go there and I heard it's a very easy process. This is just FYI. Okay. If I go there, Sounds I'll come good. back to this group again. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And let, let me know either way. Thank you. Absolutely. Next person, please. Ishpa? Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Situation is uh, I'm on H4. My wife is on H1. Uh, same situation. The date has retrogressed. So we, our priority date is 2030 August. So mm -hmm. we are in the waiting game now. So question is uh, on H4, can I start a business and hire my wife as employee? Um, you have the EAD right now, 485 yes. EAD? Yes. You, I mean, so she's the main applicant, 485. Yes, yes. You can, you can, but I would avoid it if possible. Mm -hmm. I would have it somebody else, the owner rather than you, signing the 485J supplement. You can own a part of the company, but at least make sure that you are not the signing authority for the 485J. Okay, so I cannot be the sole uh, owner of the company. I'm not telling you cannot be. I'm telling it is in your best interest. Interest, okay. You are not the sole owner and you're not the sole signing person. Got it, got it, okay. 
Okay. So it, it can be a, it can be seventy percent and thirty percent. Yeah, that that's fine. Seventy thirty percent is fine. Okay. Thank you. And let that guy be the signing up. Yeah, they want to sell their products. That's it. They are the salesman. Okay, Leo. Next person. Um, GB. Uh, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, Rahul. I'm currently on F2 visa in United States, but I had a H1B visa, uh, and uh, earlier I had used most of the six years. But I had a I-140 petition uh, with the approval date of October fifth, two thousand nine, and a priority date of November third, two thousand eight. Uh, so if I want to work in United States, uh, can I, uh, use a H1B transfer, uh, and, uh, with a new employer? Hello, Raul. Uh, sorry. You said you have a H1B, right? Uh, I'm currently on F2 dependent visa. I know, visa. but you had a H1B. Correct. How long did you work on H1B? Uh, more than six years. And then you have your I-140 approval. Um, yes, with, with the date of October 5th, 2009 and a priority date of November 3rd, 2008. You can file a H1B. There is a chance that they may give only up to one year, though, not for three years for sure. Okay, but there is an unlimited extension, right? No, not if the final action dates are correct. Uh, final action date? Uh, For your I-140. You said your yeah. priority date is 2009. Correct. That final action dates are current for a long period of time. They have been current from 2012. Yes. So is there so a problem? It's not a problem. You may get only one year extension of the H-1B. Oh, okay. But then what do I do after one year? Well, you try to get a labor and I-140 approved and file a 48 application. You can right now have a company file a labor certification, directly file an I-140 and directly file a 485 instead of going through the H-1B route. Or you can try to get one H-1B for a period of one year in the interim period, get a labor and I-140 approved and then file a 485 application. Okay. So, sorry, can you just repeat the first part? I don't need to go on H1. I can directly go on the first option. 485. But yes. the, so, what do I tell the new employer? What, what do they do? To so file a green card application for you. Directly a green card, not an H1B. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and if I that. want, okay. And if I want to speak to you uh, on this particular topic, uh, can I schedule a consultation in yeah. detail? Yeah. Leo is going to give you a link for it. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you so much. Yeah. Next person, please. Hey, Rahul. Good morning. So this question is for my cousin who lives in India. So he has an approved uh, uh, H-1B in 2007 and a stamped visa, which is valid till 2010. And he never stepped into years. Now the question is, he is wanted to file a fresh H-1. Can he use the old petition as a cap exempt? Yes, he can. There's no rule that it has to be within six years. Some people get confused in it. Yeah, because his question is, it was approved in 2007. It's almost 13 right. years. He's never used that. That's fine. He can. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Next person. Sora. 
Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. So my situation is uh, EB2 to EB3 downgrade applied in October 27. Uh, mm -hmm. Priority date is uh, February 2013. Everything is approved, including uh, EAD, AP, I-140, biometrics done. Uh, now the dates retrogress starting this month. I am with the same employer since 2014 and no plans to change it. Uh, the question is, how can I be ready? Uh, be because if the dates change, like the EB2 becomes earlier, then uh, what do I need to do? Like what is better, refile or interfile when the dates become current? Or if I need another new EB2 I-140 to be applied by the current employer, which I'm planning to stay with? Wait, the current employer that you're working already has both I-140 approvals, is that right? EB2 and EB3. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, then, then they definitely, approved. they don't need to file another I-140 though. Okay. So no labor certification needed again. No, no okay. labor certification needed. The question is whether you should do the interfiling or whether you should do the refiling. It's a very tough question though. We put a 10 minutes video. I want you to watch that because there is no easy answer to that. Yeah, I did uh, see that. Uh, you have so to make up your mind. For... If you can't make up your mind on that, um, give a coin to your wife, let her pick. Okay. And then if something goes wrong, we'll blame her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so she's a, the spouse is the dependent. And so this is the only option I have. I just wanted to be- No, what I'm telling ready. is that if you, after watching that video, you can't pick the option, which way you want to go. Don't ask me, ask your spouse to pick up the coin, toss it out and see heads we call interfiling, tails we call it as refiling, and we'll go according to your wife's decision on the task. If something okay. goes wrong, we'll blame right. your wife. Yeah. So for uh, interfile, the dates have to be current, right? So unless a new bulletin comes in, I cannot start uh, interfiling. For interfiling, the you can still do it, but there's no purpose for you to do interfile if the final action dates are not current. Because we, what right. we're telling in our interfiling is, hey, give me my green card. How can they give the green card when the final action dates are not current? So there is no purpose of interfiling until the final action dates are correct. Next person, please. Right. Okay, thank you. Ashok? Uh, hi. hi, Rahul Garu, Ashok Pindi. Yes, good. Um, actually, I have a question. Currently, I'm working for an ex-company um, and uh, I got an offer with another company. So I just want to see, like, can I work for both the companies at the same time or like how it works? You're an EAD right now? No, H1B. Yeah, you can, you can file one more H1B, but the second company should know that you're working for the first company. Yeah, they know that. So they said like I can work, but the question is, is it really uh, legal to work like that? Once absolutely, they... absolutely legal. Um, there's a good video we put out, about six minute video. I want you to watch that video on it. You can. Okay. Um... Uh, the other question, right? Like the previous company, whoever has filed my I-140 uh, with priority days just like September 2015. And now uh, recently I got an email saying that they have withdrawn my I-140. Uh, mm -hmm. Can 
the current company still they haven't fired my n40 like they haven't started my com process but mm-hmm. still like will they able to go ahead and renew my h1b with the previous one yes yes you can because it's okay. been a, it's been withdrawn after uh, it's been withdrawn after more than 180 days you can absolutely okay um yeah thank you that's all and the last person please um leo uh, can you send somebody to the conference call is anybody there uh, today okay fine okay okay last only you okay yeah sorry that's okay yeah i'll take the last caller today guys anju can you hear me rahul now yes i can finally yes. finally yeah so we are in the same situation like uh, gaurav i think so our priority date is 2012 june and the dates are retrograde now we got the apad and we did the biometrics but only difference is i i am the derivative i started using my ead so will we be eligible to interfile is there any problem if absolutely you can interfile absolutely you can interfile there is no problem of that no problem really? you can if you want to refile though do you have your h4 approval right now welcome to I, my I, one number i was a, i was also in h1b rahul so but i started using ead just a month back okay are you still working with the same company that has h1b or no no oh, yeah you cannot you cannot refile no, I, am the, I, i am the derivative but my i know i know is, yeah, i know yeah. so you cannot refile it but you can file um, you can interfile it absolutely not a problem to interfile it okay okay and okay. we will watch the we will watch the video you shared yeah thank you can thank you, you can you reshare it please it's it's been shared to everybody just now okay okay thank you uh thank you guys for coming in the next conference call will be uh tomorrow and don't forget that we do have a youtube and facebook uh live uh at um at 5 o'clock central time thank you guys Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.